So, so Dan, coming out of the Christmas season, you know, we're deep into January or whatever, but a lot of things pop up around the Christmas season talking about Jesus was born to die. You know, he was born for the eventual sacrifice he would make. And that really bothers some people for a variety of reasons. But rather than worrying about feelings and bothers and all that sort of thing, is that statement a biblical statement? Yes. You mean that Jesus was born to die? <laughs> yes, that Jesus was born to die. In Hebrews 10:5, the Hebrew writer says, you know, sacrifices and offerings uh, you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me, talking about Christ. Mm. And I said, lo, I have come to do your will. So he took away the first, those animal sacrifices, and he established the second, Hebrews uh, 10, verse 10, so that we might be sanctified by the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Mm, so okay. clearly, Jesus was born yeah. to die. Um, in Isaiah 53, you know, where Philip preached to the eunuch from, Yeah, it says, uh, he, God, will see the suffering of his soul, Christ's soul, and be satisfied. Mm. And so it was the death of Christ. By his stripes, we are healed. Jesus definitely came to die. Jesus said the Son of Man must hmm. go to Jerusalem and be rejected by the chief priests and the scribes and the elders and be crucified and the third day rise again. He must. Yeah. Uh, Acts 2.23, uh, Jesus of hmm. Nazareth, a man approved by God unto you by miracle signs and wonders, which God did by him in your midst, even as you yourselves know him, Jesus, mm -hmm. being delivered up by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. See, he had to die. I was going to say, those are big words, but just meaning that God planned it. He had to die. Yeah. Yeah, by the death of Christ. That's the whole thing in a nutshell. So these, so whether you think, oh, but that's an Old Testament God-sounding thing, or... Well, it's really, those were pretty much, except for the Isaiah one, all in the New Testament, right? right? And this isn't a matter of... Like even some people will bring up Jesus' prayer and he's like, if it be your will to let this cup pass from me sort of thing. And they go, see, even Jesus thought that it was possible for it not to happen. Without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Hebrews 9.22, the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sin. Hebrews 10.4. So we have this clear setup, really cover to cover, that this was God's plan. Absolutely. It was a fulfillment of the shadows in the Old Testament law. It was all these other things. So... Jesus was, in essence, born to die. Yes, and he was born for other purposes as well. But the central purpose oh, yeah. was to die for the sins of man. The Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, does that mean that the Romans were good people and they were doing a righteous work by nailing it up on the cross and, and we should just let them all off the hook for the terrible things they did, you know, because that was what they were supposed to do? Like, was it still a good thing to crucify people unjustly? Absolutely not. No. But it was, <laughs> God used them to fulfill his purpose. Yeah. So there there was a purpose in it. Christ it, died for our sins, according to the scriptures, 1 Cor 15, 3. Yeah. So there we go. It's It's a statement that bothers some people because it sounds rough and mean and all these other things, but it has a deep theological and scriptural backing. To support it. Not anything more central in the world than that Jesus came to die for the sins of man. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's just a quick snippet, um, quick bite into a lot of scripture. 
I would encourage you, look in those scriptures, go dig out and uh, explore the context of them because there's a lot around them. So, yep, absolutely. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.